Welcome to Let's Talk About Sex, where every audacious, outrageous, and legendary customer experience begins with the employee experience. Get ready. Here's your host, speaker, facilitator, and coach, Maxine Shapiro. Imagine it's late afternoon. You're thrilled that your favorite drive through coffee place has a short line of cars. You pull up to that speaking menu thing. Someone greets you with a smile in their voice and asks you, what's your order? You talk slowly and deliberately so they can get it right. It's a common scenario for you to needing to repeat the order a few times. You say, tall decaf Americana, long shot. They say, tall decaf Americana, one shot. You say, tall decaf Americana, long shot. They say, tall decaf Americana, blonde shot. You say, there is no decaf blonde. And with a little more than a slight impatient tone in your voice, you loudly spell it out. Long. L-O-N-G. She replies with the same tone, long, like my day. We're short-handed here, and I've been here since 6 a.m. Now, I can't even tell the story without laughing. And it evoked a couple of responses from me. One, a lot of guilt. Two, you go, girl. I had no right talking to you like that. What, what am I about spelling the word out, okay? Yeah, even I can do that. But what's so important here was that she was transparent. She won me over. And I tell you, by the time I got to the to the window, I, I was definitely much more appreciative and empathetic, okay? I know what it is to be in a business that's shorthanded and people just don't want to hear it. Well, I did. As you remember back in episode four, when I interviewed John Goodman, the author of a very detailed study on customer delight, and we talked about all the surprises that he found in the study. Uh, and by the way, if you'd like to see the report, it's in a fabulous article called Little Things Mean a Lot. And just go to MaxineShapiro.com forward slash report. MaxineShapiro.com forward slash report. The biggest surprise was that right underneath offered good value for the money was honesty and transparency. Those are powerful delighters. You know, those days of don't, don't tell them the truth, don't tell them the truth, they're long gone. People want to hear it. They may not like what they hear immediately, but it's all how do you bring it to them. Now, again, my barista, she deserved to yell at me, all right? She had a hard day, and I get it. I know everyone has an opinion on Starbucks, but I got to tell you, they hire the right people, and they train them right. When I'm in Starbucks, I know that underneath it all, and even right in the top, they'll do whatever it takes to make me happy. I get it, and I had to compare it to other coffee shops. So I step in. I do. I go into other coffee shops, and I see just what is it about them. And you know... It's not the same. It's just not the same. Here's another example. I was at Milo and Olive in Santa Monica, California, and ordered something that said spicy in the description. I asked Marvin, how spicy? He said, not too. Now, we all know that spicy is subjective. 
California is different from Texas. So I believed him. Not too spicy. I took one bite. Yep, too spicy for me. I called Marvin over and I told him I can't eat it. Without missing a beat, he replied, keep it for the rest of the table and enjoy. Let me get you our bread. It's another side dish. Perfect. I loved the bread and have since been back. Had he not done that, I probably would not have eaten there again. I, I'm not going to say I would have said anything negative about it, but I wouldn't have gone back. There are a couple lessons here. One, my server could have said, no one else ever has a problem with it or it's not too spicy for me, but he didn't. Two, something that Germanico, Brett, and John and I discussed, finding a fast solution to a problem makes for a positive word-of-mouth experience. So it's not like there's not going to be a problem. It's how quickly do you remedy it? Yeah. John talks about, I think it was FedEx when he was working with FedEx, that the CEO said, oh, we're getting such high ratings after, you know, we recover from a problem. Maybe we should just make problems. And of course, he told the client, no, don't even think of doing that. But it, it is, it's high on the delighter scale. When you can come in and you can fix that situation quickly. And I am going to plug this here. I'm going to plug Collaborate here because this is what I teach. I take the components of improvisation and I bring it to that experience because that rep, that front desk person, that waiter, any of the frontline people, they need to be able to do whatever it takes on the spot to make the customer happy. And they need to do it because they've been empowered to do it. All right. You, as the manager, leader, who understands this, needs to, and I know wants to, empower them. But there's that fear. Are they going to do the wrong thing? How much money are they going to lose? Go to Germanico in our episode one, where he talks about at Papyrus. If it was uh, something was wrong with the printing of an invitation, he ate the, you know, $2,000. I believe him. He gave the okay to do it. That's it. In a more serious vein, I want to talk about the doctor, apologies and malpractice. In the Journal of the American Academy of Psychiatry and the Law, Nina Ross and William Newman discuss, and this is what they say, error disclosure in medicine is a relatively new phenomenon. The medical field has a long history of discouraging physician transparency. Well, where has that gotten you? I'm going to continue reading here. An apology through the acknowledgement of fault, expression of remorse, offers to repair damages, and promise of behavioral change could mitigate many of these patient concerns, thereby reducing the likelihood that patients will file malpractice claims. Many patients explicitly identify a lack of apology as a reason they chose to pursue the malpractice suit. Physicians who appear to be insensitive, unavailable, or critical are much more likely to be sued. Okay, we're going to move on. In one of my favorite books by Malcolm Gladwell, Blink, he discusses a study done by medical researcher Wendy Levinson, who recorded hundreds of conversations between a group of physicians and their patients. From these tapes, she was able to split the group of doctors into two categories, 50% of whom had never been sued and the other half 
were doctors that had been sued at least twice. The ones that had never been sued spent an extra, you ready? Three minutes with each patient. I'll repeat that again. Those doctors that had never been sued for malpractice spent an extra three minutes with each patient. These doctors explained what was going to happen during the visit. They practiced active listening. They asked to be told more about it. You get the picture. And then in further research, psychologist Nalini Ambadi took Levinson's conversations and thin-sliced it even more. That's a word that Gladwell uses often in this book, thin-sliced. I think you get it. Okay, I'm going to go back. And then in further research, psychologist Nalini Ambadi took Levinson's conversation and thin-sliced it even more by taking the high-frequency sounds out of the recording, which meant the words were garbled. What was left was the tone of the voice. Thank God she didn't do that when I was with my Starbucks woman. Anyway, she presented those tapes to judges who predicted, I mean, with accuracy, which docs got sued and which did. Yep, you got it. Just by the tone of their voices, the judges accurately appointed the sued and not sued. So some of the characteristics of the not sued were, again, transparency, adding a little humor, deep listening, and spending three extra minutes with the patient. That's all. Now, let's talk about humor. Guys, for most of us, we're not brain surgeons. We need to start adding some humor into our interactions with our customers, our clients, our guests. I'm not saying you got to tell them a joke. The best way to disarm somebody is meet them where they are and then take it to a level higher, right? You're not going to want to tell a joke to somebody that, that just isn't ready to accept that this problem happened. What they want to hear is your empathy and your remedy. That said, it doesn't mean that you don't get to end it with a joke or something light. That's all. That's all it really takes. As a recap, be transparent, apologize, listen, and add a little humor to your conversations. All right. So this may have sounded really simple. But it's not. We get lost in, in everything. We start taking it personal and it's not even our business and we start taking it personal. So please just be transparent, apologize, listen, and add a little humor to your conversation. Now I'd like to know what you think. All right. Really easy. Go to MaxineShapiro.com. On the right side of all the pages is a mic right next to Let's Talk About Sex. Click it on and you get to tell me in your own words what you think. And you also get to share your stories with me. Please share your stories. The good ones. I'm not ready for the bad ones yet. I've got enough of those. The good stories that made you feel good, either as the employee or as the customer or guest or patient. Okay? Uh, a few stories back, there was somebody that wrote me about their dentist appointment. Okay, a dentist, right? She was happy to go there. This is this is across the board. So now I'm going to put a little plug in for me and what I do. My training is called Collaborate. Collaborate, communicate, create big, bold solutions. All right? And we use improvisation. Now, the application of improvisations isn't going to be 
you and your client are at a bus stop and it's fun. It's really fun. Even when it gets serious, it's engaging and transformative. So please go to MaxineShapiro.com. Check out what I do. Check out what other people say about it. And let's have a conversation. That's it. We can have a conversation. Call me. My phone number's on there. Email me. All right. And thank you. Thanks for listening. And wait till you hear what we've got coming up. We're going to have a session on the customer isn't always right. Now, that's what my guest is saying. I'm not saying that. Okay? Got to make that straight. All right. Let's have a conversation. Look forward to hearing from you. Thank you so much. And be kind out there.